Hey there, and welcome to the Melbourne Northern Suburbs podcast. My name is Adam Roach, and I'll be your host. So today I'm joined with Jack Chan from the Mill Park Library. Jack shares some great stories about everything to do with the Northern Suburbs, including historical ghost tours, crime tours, just general historic tours that he organises as well. And some of the things involved in the tours date back to the 1800s. So Jack tells us about a book that he's involved in. It's called The Whittlesey's Dark Past, which sounds really interesting. So I hope that will be released in a couple of years or so. He also tells us about some of the different events that are held at the libraries around the northern suburbs, including Mill Park. So there really is something for everyone. Like, I didn't realise how many things there are that you can get to do at the library. So it's, yeah, some great little events going on there. Jack tells us about some great things coming up in the future as well, including the, the virtual reality headsets. that They've already got there, but they're still working on to get some uh, other things happening with it. And the, also the, the media conversion station, which sounds great for anyone who has old VHS tapes or just cassette tapes in general, old videotapes. There's a lot you can do there. So I'm sure you'll learn a lot out of this podcast and find out that the Mill Park Library is not just about books, has a lot of other things involved for the whole family. Now, before we go to the podcast, I'd just like to thank Tracy and Lynn from the Whittlesea Agricultural Society for supplying me with some Whittlesea show passes last weekend. It was a great time. I took my wife and the kids and yeah, it was really good seeing all the different things they had on, including the circus. So anyone else that did go to the show, I'd love to hear you. Uh, what you thought about it and your so you can send me an email the link is in the, the show notes so this saturday i have a stall at the mary mead fate so if you're in the area come on down come say hello and i have lots of prizes there you can join up to be on the mailing list and get a raffle ticket and you could win a free massage from my sponsor bung pie toe massage and now talking about bung pie they actually have a special on at the moment for november so get a 90 minute massage and receive 15 dollars off so it's a huge discount, so get on down there. Bang Pai Tai Massage in Plenty Road, Bandura. And also thank you to my other sponsor, Proactive Self-Defense. So Rick and all the gang down there, thanks again for helping out. And um, we had a, a great session the other week for our instructor grading, which I'm proud to say myself and my daughter Ebony both got our certificates. So thanks again, Rick. Now I do have a, a new sponsor that's come on board as well. I have John and the gang down at Ray White in Mill Park. So I will be speaking more about that in the next podcast. But yeah, so come on down Saturday to Merry Meet Fate. I have all my flyers to give out, which you'll see that my new sponsor, Ray White, be on one side and myself, the Melbourne Northern Suburbs podcast on the other. Now, one more thing. I'd like to thank the Northern Star Weekly newspaper for having me in their paper last week. So they had a little article about me. So I'll put the link in the show notes because they do have a a digital version as well. So lots of things happening. But let's go over to interview now to find out all about the Mill Park Library with Jack Chan. Okay, so here I am with Jack Chan, the community coordinator from uh, the Yarra Plenty Regional Library. Yeah, how are you? Good to talk to you. Yeah, good, thank you. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, well, thanks again. For well, Mill Park, well, I'm actually at Mill Park Library, which is part of the whole Yarra Plenty Regional Library, which... I can give a whole spill on the all. Do you want me to? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, would be right. We can make this into a series again. <laughs> <laughs> we could make it a series. Yeah. Um, so first of all, yeah, tell us. I mean, you've been here what, fifteen years? Um, probably. About, uh, let's see, I started here in two thousand and three. So yeah, about fifteen. Coming on, well, fifteen years. Yes. It's been yeah. Quite a quite a while. Yeah. yeah. Fifteen years in uh, in kind of really the same job. 
my title actually started off as um, back then we were, we were known as community liaison, mm. and um, and then about whatever number of years ago, got you know, there was a bit of a bit of a change in a bit of restructure, and then our roles became community coordinator, so it became coordinator roles. Okay. So we're basically doing the same job, but just yeah. <laughs> the names have changed, yeah. but the people are still the same. Yeah, kind of thing. So I've been told that you're the guy to speak to about the, the history of the northern suburbs. Yeah, well, as sure. far as I, <laughs> yeah. I can tell you as much as I know. No, that's yeah. good. I mean, hopefully yeah, a lot of listeners were, yeah. I know, even myself, really interested yeah. in learning all about that. So mm-hmm. what can you tell us? <laughs> what can I tell you? Well, um, local history for me has become a passion, especially in the last two or three years. In Sometimes later in life you find out, oh, this I'm really interested in this. I've always been interested in history, but yeah. probably in the last... I would say three or four years, I've really been become more interested in local history only because we started doing more things on trying to promote local history. So we've been running things like um, uh, historical ghost tours. Uh, we run historical, just general historical tours around the area, plus historical crime tours as well. And with the local history part of it, a lot of it is just based on local history. And with things like with local history, it's it's amazing that I'm still doing research. I'm still learning a lot about local history. Um, the, the main research I've been doing lately is uh, the history of crime in the area. And it's been like um, back in the 1800s, there was a, what we call the... Uh, Whittlesea had his own bush rangers. So at the time of Ned Kelly, that kind of thing, yep. there was bush... There was, I can't... Three, three or four bush rangers. They were called the Plenty Bush Rangers. And they weren't very good <laughs> because they only had a crime spree of one week and they got caught, one got shot and killed, mm. and the rest got hanged in the city. So they were trying to, you know, copycat probably um, Nick Kelly's famous, uh, <laughs> famous exploit, but they didn't get very far. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of good uh, crime history coming out of uh, Whittlesea Township itself in terms of, you know, the old Whittlesea Hotel and... It's, it's funny going back into um, looking at a lot of this history that, it was, you know, we were talking about the, the 1800s. Now, you know, lawless days, um, there weren't a lot of police around. The main police was in the city. So, you know, there was a, there was a police presence out here, but although small. So you had a lot of people who were settling out this, this area, but there wasn't, you know, uh, anything that crime that's happened. They had to... They get um, there was a police presence, but anything big like the the arrest of the plenty ranger, it was plenty bush rangers. They have to call back up from the city, yeah. so it's all that, and from around the district as well. Yeah. So um, even though you know it was a fast growing, it's a fast growing area, we'll see. Uh, there was quite a few interesting, um, quite violent crime stories coming from that as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we do, as I mentioned before, we do the paranormal tours as well. Which, you know, again, that's based on, on history. And then from there, uh, there's a lot of, lot of the paranormal stuff come from, you know, community stories, what they experienced as well. Um, because with the paranormal side of it, there's not a lot documented, but there is a lot in terms of community stories and what they experienced. So um, with history is a fascinating thing in terms of just finding out what happened back then. And it's just that main research and finding... What happened to these people? What was it like back in those days? Plus, you know, we sometimes go to the cemeteries on our history tours, um, or more of those crime tours, really, and the ghost tours. Yeah. And we look at, you know, sometimes, you know, you might find um, 
a criminal who's buried in one of the either Yan Yang Cemetery or even Epping Cemetery or one of the cemeteries. Mm. So there's a you know a whole lot of deal of research that goes into this and finding out, hey, you know this is um, it leads into different pathways, yeah. and it's interesting such as some of the buildings in terms of Widdleston Township what they were used for. For example, you had the Royal Mile Hotel, plus other buildings such as well on the corner of remember the streets now. Cool Whittlesea House now, big white building. Yeah. It's on the corner of I think Laurel Street and can't remember the other street's name, but um, it was used to be called the Prince of Wales Hotel. Now back in the back in the eighteen hundreds and early nineteen hundreds, these kind of buildings were used to house bodies for inquest. Mm. So wow. <laughs> um, yeah. I found information where, you know, for example, the Royal Mile Hotel, the body awaits for inquest at the hotel itself. Yeah. And then sometimes they'll actually have the corp the preliminary court inc- inquest there and they had the body on show going well this person was shot in the neck as you can see here <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. so it was quite a um quite an interesting place yeah. back then <laughs> with history oh, that's amazing and also the one thing that we're also pretty happy with getting is that uh, we applied for a grant from the public's records office of victoria a couple of years ago and we got the grant to produce uh, we're working on a, a book at the moment called Whittlesea's Dark Past, which is a um, compilation of crime, true crime, and paranormal stories from the city of Whittlesea. So when, when I say true crime stories, these things that happen, you know, 70 years or more. So we're going yeah. right back in history. Whereas with the paranormal side of it, you're getting community stories from that. Yeah, so yeah. it'll be an really um, interesting book. We yeah. It's supposed to be finished by later sometime next year. Oh, next year. Yeah, next okay. year. So yeah. we've, it's a three-year project, so we kind of like started last year yeah. and at the moment what I'm getting together is a lot of information from um, I'm getting help also from the Whittlesea Historical Society and they're giving me this information plus doing my own research so mm. slowly getting with the research and all that data together yeah that'll be amazing that yeah it's an interesting it can be time consuming but you yeah. know it's if you're into, into history and local history in general it's fascinating so hopefully this will be, you know, although we've got funding to do this book, it will be a first of hopefully a few books down the, down the yeah. line. Watch out for the launch sometime next year. We don't know when. <laughs> do they have any pages it or that comes later? Look, we, we kind of like based it on, I based it on 200 pages, okay. between two to 300 pages, depending on, you know, the size and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. So, but as I said, you know, it will be a, hopefully it will be like a series of them. Yeah. Funding will go towards publishing and that kind of thing. So it, there's been no other books done uh, on Whittlesea history in this kind of way. Yeah. So I thought, you know, it's all history. Um, local history is not just about your normal, the settlers, you know, who came along, set up set up houses and that kind of thing. It's, there's a different side of history where we've got a big um, population out here who are interested in different parts of history like oh, that. Sure. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. So if anyone listening, if they do have any details about anything like yes, that, should yeah. they just contact you here? Yeah, contact there's, there's our Facebook page that I sometimes advertise. We've have we've got we do have information sessions on this how you can how people can um, contribute. But if you just email me, it's J C H A N so J Chan at yprl.vic.gov.au. That's my email but we do um, advertise on, on our Facebook page for some information session. But that's the email again, touch with me, the one more information. Yeah. Or they want to contribute or just want to see what the whole project's about. Yeah. Good. So if you have any stories, definitely ring up the library. Just ring up Mill Park Library and ask and just ask for me, for yeah. Jack. And uh, if you have some stories to share, that'd be fantastic. So with those tours, how uh, when did they run? Um, we've run 
Well, the ghost tours, um, we've been running for about six or so years now. They start off, you know, once a couple of a year. But um, more recently, we've been running nearly one a month, one every two months at least, because it's just, it's become super popular. And we can, there's a big long waiting list every time we do it. And it's just something that it's, the next one is in November, we all booked out. So they get booked oh, out really? uh, way in advance. Wow. And there's a big long waiting list. But the last two we had was September the 13th, and they had a waiting list of about 30 people or more. <laughs> The bus only fits 24. So they, they come here, they jump on the bus, and we just take them around to the different sides, and we talk about the different sides yeah. and the things around there. So, That's really interesting. Yeah, and um, along the way, uh, as, you know, and I'm continuing to try, try to collect stories as well. Yeah. And so to add to the, you know, add to the night, that kind of thing. So the night goes for about two to three hours. You know, we we visit a cemetery. You can't do a ghost tour without visiting a cemetery. Yeah. And then from there, we head down down to Whittlesey Township and we talk about some of the weird things that are happening around there. So it's quite fun. Um, I had a lot of fun doing it and we tried to, like on the bus, we tried to share um, creepy stories and that kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I try to share my creepy experiences anyway. So yeah. it's something that uh, really a lot of people are really interested. Plus the crime tours. I mean, they get booked out as well. We can do more, but because we have to, we do a lot of other different things. Yeah. If I ran a, bu- a ghost tour every month, you'll still be booked out and still people waiting. So, yeah. at least I know it's a good problem to have. That's right. Yeah. Um, someone said, "Why don't you get a double deck?" And I said, "There still won't be enough room." <laughs> but I think um, the way we do the ghost tours is that um, I go to we go to the different areas, and I do a, a, a history, like a history talk at first about the area, mm. and then I switch to the paranormal story that follows that history so there's a history lesson but the dark side of it yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah very much booked down and very popular around here so yeah, yeah. i'll have to book in now <laughs> have to book in you have to book in now i'll let you know when the next one is yeah yeah for sure <laughs> bang pai thai massage we offer massages in relaxation thai and deep tissue we open every day from 10 a.m to 9 p.m Come on in and see us at number 11, 13, 20 Plenty Road, Bandura, or call us on 94668996 to make an appointment. Like us on Facebook or become a member to get discounts. Sawadika. So do you have uh, any other stories about like the, the main bridging hotels, yeah. commercial hotels, separating? Yeah, we... About them? A few, there are buildings. I mean, uh, Woodlesey House is one of them that we cover. Uh, we, we cover Epping Cemetery as well. And also we cover, there are some stories from, as you go along High Street towards Donnybrook Road, yeah. there are some stories from there as well. And also there are uh, stories from a certain mansion in Whittlesea Township as well. Don't really want to mention the name, but no, a lot no. of people flock in there. That's, no, that's right, yeah. No, uh, but, we, but we come on the tour, you'll find out where they are. Yeah, so mainly from South Morang, there's a couple of stories... I said Epping, and then along along Epping, along High Street, and then down Donnybrook Road. There's a story as well, mm. and then into Whittlesey Township. There's a few sites there that have a few good stories around. So yeah. <laughs> it's one of the things where we've done in the past. We've kind of done a bit of Whittlesey, a bit of Bandura because Bandura's got Larundel. Yeah. Now being the asylum there, you know, there's a, there's a lot of stories coming from there. Sure. So we've managed to get enough enough information, enough stories to tell, and concentrate on uh, a full ghost tour around Whittlesey. 
So, which is we're happy to do. So, because a lot of people just want to know about that, because it's good to know a little bit about Bandura, and you know. But um, we wanted to kind of like centre more on Whittlesea as well. Yeah, you know? I suppose <laughs> a lot of the Bandura ones, like going out, especially like Lorando and all that. Sort yeah. Of Townhouses or something. Yeah, it's um, it's the end thing. It's either uh, making jails or prisons or um, asylum hospitals into um, residential buildings. Yeah, I wouldn't want to live in there. No, no. (laughs) But I'm not sure whether the Tribunal students know what they're moving into down (laughs) at Larundel. But that's okay. Yeah, that's right. I think it first happened with the Melbourne jail, didn't it? They turned into all those. Yeah, yes. Well, Pentridge is a big one. Yeah, Pentridge. is like, oh, it's all accommodation. And they're still doing more. They have, I mean, heritage-wise, they have to keep some parts of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but a lot of it, they just wanted to redevelop into residential. I mean, it, with the heritage sites like that, they do have to... They keep the facade and that kind of thing, and, yeah. and the out, outside wall you can still see is there, and the main entrance. So a lot of it, they still have to keep. Yeah. Like um, like Lorundal, if you go to Lorundal, the... The facade is still there, so they can't get rid of that, but they can, you know, they'll renovate and do up the inside, so mm. that's what it looks like. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, yeah, well, people who, um, if people venture out to Lorundal now, you can still take photos, but, you know, it's it's quickly changing, so yeah. if you get out there, take photos, that's because you won't, it won't be the same in years to come. Yeah. Martial arts, Muay Thai kickboxing fitness and self-defense over 50 classes per week beginners to advanced separate junior little dragons and adult only classes casual classes or value memberships come try a free introductory class at proactive self-defense factory 8 brock street thomastown phone 9464-4546 proactiveselfdefense.com So as far as with the library as well, I noticed like just being here today, you got yeah. lots of things uh, planned pretty much every every day. Pretty much every day, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, the kids' clubs, the craft clubs, yeah, uh, cooking demonstration, chess club. Yeah, There's so many things going on. There's so many things going on. Um, I have to mention all the other libraries as well, as you can see oh, yeah, in the yeah, booklet. Yeah. There are well, I mean, we have you know all these other libraries. We have three municipalities, which is um, uh, you know, Whittlesea, Nillanbeck, and Banyul. What you see in the newsletter here is a lot of the regular programs and the special program we put on in all those libraries. And look, people like the variety of programs that are run in all the libraries. So, and a lot of the programs complement each other. So what they don't find at Mill Park, they can both go to Laylaw and Thomastown where they offer different things and vice versa, that kind of thing. So I think the amount of work, the amount of programs that are run through all the libraries and Yarra Plenty in general, um, it just reflects on what the community wants as well. We try new things yeah. and doesn't hurt to try new things. Uh, we get feedback from the community in terms of what they want. And so, you know, it's one of the things where we try to find out what the community needs, um, what we can run for them. For example, we have there's a new program at the moment, well, it started, started late last year here. We opened late on Thursday nights, which is called the Libraries After Dark program. Oh, yes, now, really, yeah. yeah, and that's uh, we're running something every Thursday night. We open up till we open till ten o'clock, mm. and that's been funded by the Gamblers Association. You know, yeah. um, Problem Gamblers Association. I can't remember the actual name yeah. of it, but and the purpose of that is there's funding to go towards programming to get people who are usually at home or hopefully if they're thinking of going to a pokies, mm. they'll think of coming to the library instead. Hopefully, and spending yeah. some time there. 
and the programs that I run on the night, hopefully they'll draw them in and discover the library and say, hey, this is not a bad space, yeah. you know. And, we, and that's doing pretty well now, but people have an expectation. They're, what's going on? What's on next Thursday, Thursday night? I can come to the library now instead of um, staying home, um, going shopping, then going back home. And, you know, with, we're talking to people who would normally not go out and perhaps socialise as much, but yeah. if they come to the library to, you know, an event that it's just might be interested in, mm. and they'll meet other people, Get them out of the home as well. Hopefully, they'll find a new outlet, a new appreciation for you know this is a library. This is it's not as bad. It's not just all books. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that's the way that hopefully um, all the other the reason why all the other activities are running in all the other libraries a similar vein is that to get people to come to the library and discover that we're not just all about books. Yeah. Um, there's still a lot of books when you come in, <laughs> but you know one way to discover libraries is that you know, oh, there's an event going on that I'm interested in. Then you come to the library and you go, hey, this is not too bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean the other one I saw was about the uh, the family history, it looked really interesting as well. Yeah, the family history. Um, we've got family history groups that we try to cater for. You know, there's, there's many different aspects of the community. Yeah. And um, we try to cover all ages, um, something for everybody, yeah. for different age groups and hope you know, and different cultures as well. So we had a Maltese cultural night last week. Okay. So, <laughs> so every library tries to run a cultural thing as well. Yeah. Um, so as you look through the newsletter, there it's done within sessions like this. Um, uh, there's health and wellness. There's le- e-learning, that kind of thing, in the newsletter, so that people will know which, you know, what kind of thing they're interested in. Mm. And you turn to the area and go, oh, there's all these things about health and wellness. My goodness. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> and look, the main thing is it's all, it's all for free. So yeah. yeah, it's really good. Yeah. And I think the libraries we try to work together as well, in terms of we do have planning sessions. Okay. Uh, what are you running next month? What are you that kind of thing? Can we have a? Sometimes can we work out a program where, for example. You might do a food program where people go to one library for this kind of food and to another library for a different kind of food. So yeah. we try to also um, work on you know bigger programs as well. So that's um, that's a work in progress where uh, we're in the same library system. Yeah, there is scope for you know for example we have chess tournaments coming up soon later this year. Mm. So uh, they get people going to you know different libraries again plus a chess session. So that, and we have people going from library to library following these, these, these chess sessions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's definitely come a long way since, like, just a library. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. Um, and I think that's still... I mean, movies don't help very much. Most of the time when there's a library featured in the movie, all you see is books, books everywhere. That's right, yeah. And, and the image of the librarian is still the same. In, <laughs> in movies, they, you know, it's always someone with glasses and, and looking middle-aged to, you know... Yeah, tell everyone to be quiet. <laughs> tell everyone to be quiet, yeah. yeah. And, that's, uh, and a lot of people still think libraries are like that yeah. until they come in. So hopefully these programs will draw people to come in. And libraries can be... Um, you know, for someone who hasn't been in libraries, you can try and... We try and pick from their point of view that this library's a building. I don't want to go in there because it's all books and you get, you know, you have to be quiet. Yeah. It's all very formal and very official, that kind of thing. So, look, hopefully we're dispelling that big myth. I still get people saying, oh, you mean you've got more than books? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. It's, it's a bit of a challenge sometimes, but you know, that's what we're trying to do is just get that word out that, you know. Yeah. I think people, the main thing that people come into library, they know that library's got free... Wi-Fi and, and some free printing services and free computers, that kind of thing. So yeah. when they come here, they know that that exists. 
So when they come, hopefully they discover all the other things that we have. And you have all the study spaces too, don't you, for kids? Yeah, like yeah. Students. We have a lot of study spaces. We find that the main, one of the main things that all libraries, a lot of libraries services, not just Yarra Plenty, but, you know, we always talk about how to get teenagers into the library. We find that teenagers use the library for study spaces. If you're going to run things for teenagers, you've got to kind of find out what they're interested in. Now, the things that work for teenagers, if we actually did run programs, and we do sometimes, things like um, they're, they're into popular culture, manga, um, drawing, you know, graphic graphic drawing and that kind of thing. We did a Comic-Con back in May, and that was super busy. Yeah. So the Comic-Con events, pretty much anyone knows what Comic-Con is. So we ran one here with help from Whittlesea Council, uh, funding from them. And uh, a lot of the a lot of the popular culture groups. I have to mention um, Northern Cosplay Society because they helped a lot on the day, and they just came dressed up in their superhero costumes. And <laughs> basically, everyone was here looking like superheroes, and yeah. they were all dressed up. And it was it was a mini Comic Con, and it was um, <laughs> it was a lot of fun. And that's just that just happened this year. So hopefully next year we're hoping to have something like that. At least, for example, Mill Park might do it for Whittlesey, and then Nilambic perhaps one of the would do a comic on there and then uh, also Banyu, another library might do it there as well. So, yeah. so the future vision is that um, at least a library, each there'll be a comic con run in each municipality. And look, comic con, it appeals to all ages and it just gets a lot of people, because on the day itself, there's a lot of people who came in from all over Melbourne who don't want to spend all that money for the big comic con in the city because it's very commercial. Yeah. They come to a comic con which we, which is had pretty much everything that the city one has, just on a smaller scale, and it gave them a chance to dress up in their costumes, <laughs> as well, which they really want want to do. <laughs> and um, they just came on. Had a, and a lot of faces I didn't know, but they just came for the event on the day. They heard about it, but they don't usually come to the library. But they did on that day. Yeah. And, oh, you discovered Mill Park Library, right. which is good. So yeah, that's excellent. <laughs> I'm just talking about, about Mill Park Library in general. We, luckily, we have the space to do it. So oh, yeah. on that day, every space was used up, which is good. Is this one of the biggest libraries around? Um, this is the biggest library in Yarra Plenty in terms of space and collection. Mm-hmm. We're not the newest library because Whittlesea Library down at Whittlesea Town, they're the newest library. Okay. But uh, there are plans to build a Mernda Library as well. Uh, Mill Park is going to renovate us sometime early next year. Oh, so, um, I mean, the library is, you know, 2002, opened up 2002, 16 years old. We've got some funding from the Living Libraries Grant, which is a... You know, Victorian government grant, I think it is, yeah. and we've got also got some funding from um, Whittlesea Council as well, so upgrade, okay. you know, upgrade a lot of the things, and there'll be yeah. you know a lot of changes, yeah. and uh, it'll be nice. The plans aren't finalised yet. No, it'll be spruce up the spruce up the whole library and then make it even yeah. more welcoming spaces to come to. So. Oh, that really good. <laughs> yes, it would. I look forward um, to that. I was actually here for the opening, so... Oh, were you here yeah, for the yeah, opening? Here, oh, right, OK. Daughter. She's 22 now, but... Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, well, should be, was it 16 years ago? Yeah, 16 years ago. I believe that the... I wasn't here for the opening, because I just started a year after that. But the opening, um, I think they had about 4,000 through the, through the door. Yeah. And uh, I've got photos from that. OK, yeah, you probably took it there got the old computers there. Yeah. <laughs> There wasn't a lot of books on the shelf, but they were all new. Yeah. All new shelving, all, everything was new, and there was a big crowd... People wanted to join up on the spot. Um, <laughs> yeah. It was just busy everywhere. The the person, the, the mayor at the time, Sam Alessi, uh, he opened up the library. It was his his he it was his one of his visions to have a library in Mill Park. Yeah. So Sam Alessi, he's on the he's the head of the library board at the moment. So he's, oh, is he? yeah, so he's 
kind of like okay. very influential in terms of the, um, especially the renovations that are coming up. Yeah. So we've the, one of the newest things that we've got in the library was um, uh, late last year we had our cafe, uh, the official opening of our cafe. So mm-hmm. one of the renovations is that we're going to kind of like move that cafe to another area of the library, which can mm-hmm. be make it a um, like a fully functional cafe. At the moment, yeah. it's only open two days a week. Um, staffed by Araluen, which is a special needs uh, organisation. So the money is not a not profit making in the sense of a private organisation. The money goes back into training and supplies and that kind yeah. of thing. So it's a really uh, great partnership between us, Araluen, um, City of Wilsey, all that kind of thing. Yeah. So very exciting because coffee, <laughs> coffee and books always go together. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we're yeah. just looking forward to the renovation where they have a fully functioning um, cafe and you know, so they can offer more food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And they're able to stay open yeah. um, you know, more days throughout the week, but at the moment they're just, it's just temporary. Okay, yeah. Yeah, but we're glad to have that. <laughs> yeah. A lot of things happening. So. Yeah, a lot of things, right. uh, which, is, which is good because that means you know, we're particularly the staff in general at Yarra Plenty, um, the culture is, you know, we're trying to, we're trying to be innovative yeah. in terms of trying new things, see what's new on the horizon, trying that as well. We've got a, quite a few, we have, um, my role is community coordinator, but uh, we have reading coordinators and learning coordinators. With the reading coordinators, um, they're into the literacy side of things, yeah. so they develop not just the story time, but they develop a lot of the, the reading aspects that the community needs. Plus, um, with the learning coordinators, they're into more the programming, the educational part. I mean, education's across the board, but they're into, um, for example, um, coding and that kind of okay, yeah. that kind of thing as well. So, uh, we've got a robot, which yeah. is a Nao robot. We call it Hamilton. This kind of robot, you you can program it and you can talk to it. So, yeah. it's a Nao is the actual official name for the robot, um, but that's what we got at the moment mm. amongst a lot of gadgets. Yeah. <laughs> We're continually trying to challenge and stretch ourselves and learning new things that we can pass it on to the community. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks very much. This is excellent. So That's okay. Yeah. Hopefully, we'll get you on again and um, yeah. get some oh, other no stories. Yeah, just leave us that. Yeah. yeah. I might actually put out there to the public, like, people do have any stories they want to hear about, um, yeah. they can reach out and maybe you can yeah. catch up again. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Especially coming, you know, anytime during the year. Uh, but the way is. There's always um, events to talk about things that are new, that kind of thing, yeah, and for sure. um, new experiences and new yep. gadgets. And, yeah, that'd be great. Um, the, li- the latest gadget that we should get. Well, I'm calling them gadgets because that's what they are, they're gadgets. Yeah. But they're there for the greater good. We've, we're developing what we call a VR program. which is like We've got two uh, virtual reality headsets, oh, yeah. which um, we're kind of starting to roll out now, and we're... And we're going to develop a program for um, for all ages and all abilities. So yeah. we've done a bit of research on this. And uh, virtual reality, you might even see it on TV, that they're using it a lot for, especially for mental health, special yeah. needs. Also for different age groups in terms of entertainment, education as well. For example, with the virtual reality, one of the things you can go to is Google Earth. And say you've never been to Egypt. Yeah. So you do a search on for Egypt. And with the virtual reality goggles, you're actually standing at the foot of the pyramids, <laughs> and you're looking all around you. So if yeah. you haven't got a chance to go there, you can go, you can go there yeah. by virtual reality. <laughs> so it's here now, is it? Or? It's here now, yeah. yeah.
we're starting to roll it out. Mm. We've done a couple of school holiday programs already with it, and we're just kind of like testing the software a bit. There's a bit of there's a bit of teething problems, yeah. but overall it's working quite well. Mm. So um, we're going to be rolling it out to hopefully we've got a few um, special needs groups that come to the library, and we're going to be rolling out to them as well and giving them an experience that they're going to be it's a big wow factor for them because yeah. it's something that you know it stimulates different senses. And um, it'll just give them a, a, a fantastic new experience as well. So, plus the staff, they enjoy it too. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's amazing. It's hard to explain when you you can explain that oh you feel like you're actually there, but you know you don't really know how good it is until you actually try the try the actual equipment. Yeah. And you are actually there. So I've been to quite a few countries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's where you go next week. <laughs> yeah, I'll go next week. I might yeah. be. Uh, let's see. Um, I went to London last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you do. You're actually on street level because yeah. that's how Google Earth is done with their 360 yeah. cameras. The same thing is on the VR, and you're actually walking or kind of like clicking down to the next part of the street, and yeah. it's 360. So you're looking around you, and you're in the middle of a of a, of a town square or something like that. So yeah. it's really fantastic. That's on the. That's only rising. That's coming up. Yeah. So, that sounds really good. But uh, we're very excited with all this, and um, we're, we're glad that the um, uh, the management at Yarra Plenty Regional Library, you know, supports us in all these different ideas, mm. um, supports us in terms of being innovative and having fresh ideas and trying new things. So, so we know that at least we we're, we're not just staying still all the time and running the same things yeah, yeah. day in day out, because you know the community changes. Technology changes, different expectations change, and we just, you know, we like to think that we're if we're, if we're not up with expectations, we're ahead of expectations. So yeah. We like we we kind of know have an idea of what's coming up that you know a lot of other library services haven't tried yet. Mm. So, yeah. um, give you one more example. Yeah, um, plus, with the VR, we had a lot, a couple of libraries we at Mill Park and also Whittlesea we do have old technology as well. So it's not just this new fancy stuff. We have a, a media conversion station. So people who have old videotapes, old cassette tapes, yep. even slides, they can come and convert that into, into digital format. Okay. So not always on about the, what's newest on the horizon. There's also trying to um, get people who have all, this, all these videotapes, family yep. videos, that kind of thing, and they don't know what to do with them, but we have a station here where they can come in and um, convert that oh, really? into digital. So yeah. it's kind of like using technology to enhance old technology and for something that people can use down the track for their families and kids and that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, I know my mum's writing that. She's got heaps of old slides. Oh, has yeah. she? Yeah, she yeah. sent them to a workshop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She was here this morning, actually. So. Was she? Yeah. So, um, we have, yeah, we have... Um, introduction workshops all the time so yeah. it gives an idea how people can come and just use the station on their own yeah. and um, they can digitise all that sort of stuff so that's this and not, and not and I don't think many other library services or if any library services at all in Australia have it let alone Victoria I haven't seen I've kind no, I've kind of like did a Google and going who else has this and no one else does yeah. not in Victoria I don't think maybe New South Wales is a library that has that Okay, I think We've spent quite a lot of a long time trying to get this software right and get the equipment right. So yeah. we got to the stage. We've had this um, conversion station, as I call it, for the last couple yep. of years, fully operational. So we're starting to get more people coming along, wanting to. You know, they found all these old photos and slides at home, and oh, sure, a lot of people yeah. would be really interested in that. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. 
it's just you know once they find it's finding the time to do it so yeah, yeah to get a video done professionally or even just taking it somewhere to get it done it might cost a hundred dollars or over yeah. so if they can get it done here in a pretty good pretty good quality yeah. and save it onto the usb and take it home yeah there you go <laughs> yeah, that's incredible yeah yeah, I think I've even got some myself, some old videos. Old oh, videos, yeah. 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 Even like Beta and VHS. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. um, I just did something for, I mean, even people who have handicams back yeah. then, the little videotapes, I managed to hook up the handicam to our, what they call our station, and managed to use the handicam to um, project the videos onto our computer and embed it that way. Okay. So there's different ways of doing it. Yeah. <laughs> if there's a will, there's a way. Well, there's a way we can we can try. Yeah, yeah excellent. That was a lot of great information there. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of it will get out of. Yeah, exactly. yeah. The next thing that we try to do with that conversion station, if we're going to try and get a, a really good um, photo scanner, okay, because um, we're finding that people also have old photographs at home, mm. so they can scan it on a good photo scanner. They can also edit it as well. Yep. So that's kind of like the next thing that's um, on the horizon for the digital conversion. Yep. So we're looking at um, good photo scanners at the moment. So, so many things here. <laughs> yeah, so many things. Keeps us busy. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, be, I think I'll be here every day now. <laughs> I think so. Oh, I'm, I'm here every day. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. No, but well, thank you very much again. And okay, no like problem. I said, hopefully we'll get, back, get you back on. Um, oh, definitely, yeah. And yeah. you're ready. Anytime. After you go to London, US, and all these other places. Oh, you have to, you have to do the world tour. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's where I am. All right, well, thanks, Jack. Well, thank you much for the opportunity, and no I hope to, yeah, we're looking forward to speaking again. Yep, thank, thank you. you. Yeah. So, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview and found it really informative, like I did. Like, I really know before this interview all the things that happened at the Mill Park Library. There is really so much to do there. Now, join me next week for my podcast with Cassandra and Kate from the Weight Loss Program who share some great information about people wanting to lose weight and just stay fit. So until next week, I'll see you at the Fade on Saturday. Otherwise, see you next week. Keep smiling.